is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Cooper Complete, Heritage Creamery, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, and Craig Cherry of the law firm Steckler, Wayne Cochran Cherry. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, alongside Aaron Sexton. And we come rolling out of the gates today, all sorts of breaking news around sports. We saw the announcement go up. Do you remember um, Do you remember Aaron Sexton? And hello to you, by the way. Hope you had a great weekend. I heard from you this weekend because, of course, fortunately, we were uh, – it's probably not good, Aaron, that we saw the news as quickly as we did. It probably means we're too close to our phones <laughs> when we're supposed to be hanging with family or hanging out on the weekend, unplugging a little bit from work. But the minute – the announcement went down from Baylor that the quarterback job had been won by Gary Bohannon Jr. You were reaching out to me. You know, I was immediately retweeting and talking about it. So I would say within about a minute of that news being out. Now, it is funny to me that uh, I remember a time, I'm old enough to remember a time, Aaron, when um, the coaches like at a news conference or or maybe even like the first game, you just waited to see who was going to be the starter and they – they held it until the very last minute or one of those news conferences. Now they just put it on like the team website or the team Twitter site. <laughs> they, I mean, I, I think we're lucky, Aaron, they didn't do it on Snapchat because you and I, I mean, Instagram would have been a struggle for me because I'm not a big Instagram guy. I am a Twitter guy. But I'm glad they at least did it on Twitter. But, I mean, can you can you imagine that? I'm just trying to think. I'm thinking about the controlling people of college football over the years, the Bill Parcellses of the NFL, and then the Sabans of Alabama. And then suddenly you just look on the Baylor football Twitter site. Here's QB1. Here's a picture of him, Gary Bohannon Jr. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is a new world we live in. I thought, I thought you know, the coach would come out maybe even on our show, and drop it. Hey, I choose to do this on the Matt Mosley show. But, no, it was uh, right there on Twitter, and whoever runs the Baylor football Twitter site just put it. You don't think, Aaron, do you? They they just kind of got out there with it. Like they saw Gary have a good day in the scrimmage, and whatever, whatever young person runs the uh, Twitter, the Baylor Twitter handle just said, you know what, I think this is our QB1. Just went ahead and put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't Baylor, think that's, that's the case. Baylor just said, well, we better go with this. It's already out there. Gary's a good choice. We'll just go with it. No. Baylor has made his choice. Coach Grimes, the whole gang, Sean Bell, and, of course, Dave Aranda at the top. And Baylor has a new quarterback. All right, 340 today. We'll do kind of a full breakdown. Um, I'm, I'm going to have Aaron, if it's cool with you, I'm going to have our buddy Longquist on. I think we got a picture, a good picture of Longquist in our little file of uh, uh, that that uh, Fonville put together for us, Aaron. But uh, one of those really nice graphics. But we'll we'll talk to Longquist, who's with Rivals, and um, kind of get his take on maybe how this came down. I think some people saw this as a mild surprise, somewhat based on the fact that in that Big Twelve championship game a, a couple of years ago. Zeno came in, threw a couple of long balls, threw a beautiful touchdown pass to uh, Ebner, 
and then threw one, um, a, a long ball to, oh, who's our fast guy? C.J. C.J. Platt. Um, and uh, ooh, he got he got fetched. I don't think C.J. was at full health or he wouldn't have got fetched from behind. That was that uh, Oklahoma defensive back, Trey Edwards or somebody like that. Anyway, it is the Matt Mosley Show with Aaron Sexton. And we, uh, we come out firing today. Lots to go on. And then I got a little breaking news that I just put out on Twitter. Um, I've been kind of working on this a little bit. But uh, sources have told me that the Big 12 does have a new consultant. Aaron and I have not been shy with saying there probably needs to be a bit of a change at the top. Well, that hasn't happened. But uh, the, the Big 12 has brought in Oliver Luck as a consultant. Who is Oliver Luck, you might ask? Played for the uh, Oilers back in the day. Played quarterback for West Virginia back in the 1970s. And uh, has been the commissioner of the XFL. Was the athletic director at West Virginia. And then was some kind of uh, fairly high up executive with the NCAA. But had the good sense... Aaron, to get out of there. I mean, you know, it's not <laughs> the way the NCAA is the pinata of all pinatas, just constantly taking a beating. But uh, Oliver Luck, very, very respected in the industry. Now, I'd have to look, Aaron. We might be able to do this at the break or something to make sure I'm right on this. There's probably a chance that Bob Bullsby, the commissioner of the Big 12, was the AD at Stanford when Andrew Luck was playing quarterback there. I think that might have happened, okay? Before Bowlesby became the commissioner of the Big 12, he was the AD both at Iowa and then he became the AD at Stanford. And I kind of think there might have been a little overlap there. Who knows what Bob wanted? But uh, I do think there's enough people right now in the Big 12 who are out there saying, come on now, come on now, let's get another voice in here. Let's get somebody else in here to help old Bob. Maybe a sounding board for Bob. We don't need to throw him overboard. Now, I think there are some people within the conference that might be okay with that. I don't sense that's coming from Waco. I don't sense the Baylor people are ready to overthrow Bob. But um, I think some of our state schools in the conference would like to move on about their business. So, the man who has ties to West Virginia and the Big 12, and Aaron, you might remember Oliver Luck, who again played quarterback for the Oilers, was rumored to be the, um, the AD at Texas at one point. People thought he was going to be a great candidate for that. But, um, yeah, Oliver Luck to the Big 12 as a consultant. Now, some people will say, well, what does that mean? What does that mean exactly? I don't know. I mean, I think it's I think it's a good thing. Get the, the more voices, the better. And Oliver Luck's extremely well respected. There is sort of a public case that he has right now with Vince McMahon. I think he sued for money. He was uh, in in some of the filings. Vince McMahon said that he was fired for cause. I don't know. I mean, when you're dealing with WWE and Vince McMahon, Aaron, you're a pool shark. You're an old pool hall guy. You strike me as a young man who might. And I use the word young man loosely because it makes me feel good because you and I are the same age. But you seem like the kind of guy who might, and I don't put you down for this because back in the day, the Von Erichs and the Freebirds and Iceman King Parsons, I mean, I did my fair share of professional wrestling. Do you 
Is there any point in your past where you liked professional wrestling? I grew up loving professional wrestling, especially okay. World w- WCCW that you're talking about with the Von Erichs. And then since that you were a wrestling. And guy. then, you know, during the uh, Rock Stone Cold era, I watched WWE. And uh, fun fact, after WCCW, there was something called the Global Wrestling Alliance. And it had a lot. It didn't have any of the Von Erichs, but it had a Iceman King Parsons and Chris Adams and a few of the wrestlers in their le- in the later, latter stages of their careers <laughs> still wrestling in the sportatorium. And I was actually the ring announcer for the Global Wrestling Federation for about two months. So I got to be ring announcer for matches for childhood heroes like Gentleman Chris Adams and Iceman King Parsons and the Freebirds uh, for a couple of months. It was, it was, the, it was pretty great. At the Sportatorium? Yes, at the Sportatorium so before you, they tore it down. would you take that mic that was hanging down from the ceiling and, like, announce the bouts? Or were you doing, like, I mean, were you act like almost like the Michael Buffer or Bruce Buffer? of MMA or boxing, would you come out, grab that mic, and then kind of get everybody ramped up for the fight? I did play-by-play for the TV broadcast, which was syndicated. Okay. And then we had but, – but, yeah, during the ring, during uh, – I would go into the ring. They had a wireless mic at that point. It wasn't the drop-down anymore. I would okay. go into the ring with the wireless mic and introduce the wrestlers as they came out. It was – it was uh, it didn't last long um, because the company ended up – not lasting long, but while it lasted, it was a great experience, and it's a great memory. It was really awesome to meet all those guys, all of them Can except for one. <laughs> Wait, is there one wrestler you hated? Yes, and uh, well, I don't, I don't like to use the word hate. It's pretty close to that, though. But uh, and the way uh, he treated you, or the yes. way he just he was a, he was a bully. He's a known bully in wrestling circles, and he's actually still with WWE. Uh, Brad uh, Bradshaw. Um, John Lifefield or Layfield, I, f- I forget his real name, but um, I believe he's still with the company. And uh, yeah, Who there did were. He become wait. He was he was a wrestler. What was he known as back then? I believe it was Blackjack something. Ah. Um, it's been it's been a few years like that. It's been about tw- remember, over twenty so years since I did it. But he went by Bradshaw in the WWE. Okay, see, when they would come around to, like, a high school stadiums, I saw them in Kaufman. They may have come to Scurry Roster at one point when I was growing up. And you remember Gino Toretta? Uh, and he got killed. I forget I forget how, or maybe it was drugs. I don't know. Some of those guys did not have long lives. But I, not Gino Toretta. That was the, that was the uh, Miami quarterback. Who was, uh, who was Mr. Han- there was Chris Adams, gentleman Chris Adams, and then Mr. Wonderful. No, I'm not talking about Paul Orndorff. Who was G- who was Gino Hernandez? Who was the guy who got killed? G- no, I, I I said Toretta. That was the mi- former Miami quarterback. Who am I thinking about? G- Gino, Mister Beautiful, or something like that. No, yeah, or just Jimmy Garvin. Who was Gino? Gino Hernandez. I believe you're correct. Yeah, Gino he, Hernandez. He, I, I think okay. I think because there's a good series on Vice called Behind uh, or yeah. uh, Beyond the Mat. And uh, uh-huh. one of those was about him, and I believe yeah. he was shot and killed. Uh, Is that it? Yeah, I knew he got killed somehow. Yeah, not Gino. <laughs> I said Toretta. That was a former Miami quarterback. Gino Hernandez. You know, what, ki- what killed me as a kid, and you saw this, but I saw, like, one time, I think I, I was out behind the gymnasium or something. We were out peeking around trying to find the guys, and I'm pretty sure I, I saw, like, the Freebirds – hanging out like palling around a little bit with the von erics and it, let me it really bothered me yeah you know, that like <laughs> that was a weird thing about and i knew wrestling was fake obviously from a young age but that was a weird thing when i actually worked 
for the Global Wrestling Federation for that brief time is being backstage and seeing them, you know, talk about matches beforehand, the good guy and the bad guy. It was just kind of a surreal experience. By the way, Gino Hernandez, um, it was initially, I would just looked it up, it was initially ruled a homicide, but police later concluded he died of a drug overdose. So. Okay, all right. But a former world champion, guys. and he and he was in, in uh, WCCW along with the Von Erichs and the Freebirds and all those uh, all those great names. Yeah, yeah. Terry Gordy, Michael Hayes. And my favorite uh, of all time, Bruiser buddy. Brody. Bruiser Brody. <laughs> That's right. No, but I, I would see um, I would see I, the great Kabuki showed up. It's, mm-hmm. I got to see him in person one time. And then uh, and then the Ugandan giant, uh, Kamala. And I think he had a real sad ending to his life. I remember my uh, friend of mine named Jason King wrote about wrestling for Bleacher Report. He wrote a big thing on him. But Kamal, you know, some of those guys obviously health care later in life. They just didn't, they weren't taken care of, sadly. But the Kamala, the, the Ugandan giant, how tall, how big do we think he was? Like about six, about 6'10 or something? I mean, he, in my, as a kid, in my mind, he was like seven feet. But he well, probably was only, what, six, six or something like that. Well, you know, they always, even, even when they're huge, they still exaggerate their size. Yeah. And I believe yeah. they used to say he was like, Six six and and four hundred pounds, um, which was probably a slight exaggeration, but yeah, but not too much of one. He was a very very large man. Can you give a call real quick <laughs> for like Iceman King Parsons arriving in the ring? How would you say that? Like if you had been at the Sportatorium? Oh man, uh, guy, you know we used to have notes, but I mean it was it would be. And his, uh, guys, it's come on, you're fine. It's a little cheesy on the radio, and now his. No, 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 it's okay. Uh, People love this stuff, okay? Because a lot of people grew up in Central Texas watching the Von Erichs and Iceman King Parsons and Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin, Chris Adams, all these people. Just give me a call real quick for King for Iceman King Parsons arriving in the ring. Okay, and I'm making up part of the introduction because I don't remember where he's he was from, but it would be something like in front of the mean streets of Chicago, Illinois, the legendary Iceman King, his opponent, you know, his opponent, the legendary Iceman King Parsons. A little more energetic, but I don't want to blast people's eardrums on the radio. (laughs) Oh, I think think we were all ready for it. That's, that's, That's good. That's good. You ever hear any like wrestling shows still coming through Central Texas? Does that still happen? Yes, absolutely. Um, now the WWE hasn't been in Waco, I don't think, in in oh, obviously because of COVID in the last couple of years. But they still make regular stops. Um, wow. They used to they they had a couple of Raw tapings here and SmackDown, uh, really? but they'll usually once a year will come with at least a house show, which to those people who don't follow wrestling just means it's a, a non TV taping show. But it's usually the same matches that you would see yeah. at a TV taping. The same, you know, whoever's got beef with who would still be wrestling. It would just like be not being recorded for TV. Like there's a chance The Undertaker probably has done a match in, in Waco. Absolutely. Because the, oh, because there's been uh, Monday Night Raw here at least twice. So so uh, I, I'm, I'm almost certain he's been here. Where did they do it? At the... At the uh, well, it's the Extra Event Center now. Back then, it H-O-T. may have been the hard. Yeah, it may have been the hard Texas Coliseum. I don't know if it had changed at that time. Oh man, that's big. That's big. All right, so big breaking news that we've delivered for you over the weekend. Baylor names a starter. Three forty. We'll break all that down. What does it mean? And then some breaking news that I had um, 
right before our show came on today, the uh, Big 12 has a new consultant, uh, Oliver Luck. You old Oilers fans will remember him. He played quarterback for the Oilers, played at West Virginia, and then was the athletic director at West Virginia, was also the commissioner at, of the XFL, and somehow that's how, through Vince McMahon, uh, Aaron and I got on to some uh, professional wrestling talk. I think that's okay. I think there's at least 50% of our audience that devoted a little bit of their life. Now, there are people older than us, Aaron, that are in their 50s and 60s that they have different, you know, it, it was pre, it was like Fritz and whoever that was. And there was a guy that, that from that era that had an Asian name. Uh, what was his name? I don't want to. I don't want to try it because I'll mess it up. But he was. But he. But he had kind of a. Uh, but he was very, very famous. And I don't know if that was in the Dallas Fort Worth area, Texas based, or if that was national. But uh, wow. And then as a kid, I would also watch over there. I'd go over to TBS, and that's of course where you could see all those other guys and uh, and the, and the man who uh, popularized saying "woo" very, very loud. Did you ever see him in person? Rick Flair? No, I have not. I grew up watching him. Uh, he was one of my, one of my many, childhood wrestling heroes, and um, but I never got to see him in person. I did get to see, um, quite a few of them, but yeah. not him. Yeah, I used to watch those Southern. Those that, that T- TBS would would put on some of the the more Southern. What was that called? What division was that? It the was Rick called Flair, Deep South in. originally, and then it oh, okay. turned into the NWA. Uh, which was the <laughs> North American <laughs> Wrestling Association okay. or something like that. I knew that is something different. But all right, uh, it is. It's Mosley and it's Aaron Sexton, and we're continuing. We've got more breaking news. The Cowboys have had to go into COVID quarantine. We explain next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for a warm evening once again here across Central Texas. We'll see clear skies with low temperatures falling to 75 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny and humid tomorrow, high of 98 with a heat index of 103. And same story on Wednesday with mostly sunny skies, a high of 98 with a heat index of 103. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes. I'm in town, which is almost all the time. You know where I like to go, over to the Baylor Club, Waco's leading private club, especially on like a weekend after they name the new starting quarterback, Gary Bohannon. We're only a few weeks away from that first home game, first road game's coming up quickly. My gosh, it's on its way. Is that the fourth? Anyway, it's coming up uh, any day now. We're going to be in San Marcos for that game against Texas State. Discover the private club inside McLean Stadium. It is the Baylor Club with all the amenities, including lunch and dinner dining options and a choice of casual or formal atmosphere. The bar's over there, really nice, well-appointed bar. The Anytime Bar and Grill. Members can dine and enjoy relaxed business and social gatherings. Outdoor patio overlooking the football field. I really do like to go out there on the patio and overlook the field and just think about those Saturdays. Baylor Club does an incredible job. You enjoy panoramic views of the Baylor University campus, the Brazos River, and downtown Waco. Host your next function with the confidence at the Baylor Club. All right, call the Baylor Club today, 
Inquire about membership, 254-710-8080. Again, that's 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home. Recently on the John Moore Show. And we said uh, spreading that culture of joy now onto the next level. Isn't that great to see? Oh, it is great and, uh, to hear their interviews and just how they conducted themselves. And like your four guys, no matter who you talk to, they love one another. Uh, uh, high character. Be Kylie at Baylor University. So as a coach, uh, you're just really proud when you hear people brag about your former players. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I've been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet store in Waco, located near Cabela's. Lockridge Priest has been providing cost-effective mechanical, electrical, and plumbing services for over 50 years. Family-owned and operated, Lockridge Priest is the largest mechanical contractor in Central Texas with over 300 skilled and knowledgeable employees. Let Lockridge Priest help you with all your mechanical contracting needs. Call Lockridge Priest today at 888-878-1531 or visit us online at LockridgePriest.com. Lockridge Priest, making life comfortable since 1960. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The offensive line was intact for the first time, and Cooper Rush made a case for himself at backup quarterback with two long drives ending in touchdown passes, but the Cowboys still fell to the Texans 20-14 in the dress rehearsal. Monday night football returns tonight as Jacksonville is at New Orleans. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock on ESPN. The Bader Bears have QB1. The Bears announced yesterday that Gary Bohannon is the starting quarterback going into the season opener with Texas State. The Houston Astros take the series with the Mariners over the weekend 2-1. Astros start a series with the Royals tonight. 7-10 first pitch. Yesterday's game between the Texas Rangers and the Boston Red Sox was postponed because of the tropical storm. That game will be made up this afternoon, and you can hear it on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley's show alongside Aaron Sexton. 
Boy, if you had a favorite wrestler growing up, if you're about our age, that's uh, mid-40s, let's call it, Aaron, and you grew up with the Von Erics and the Freebirds and all those guys, that's kind of what we grew up with. Iceman King Parsons, gorgeous Jimmy Garvin, Chris Adams. Was Chris Adams an Englishman? I mean, I don't know if he really was or not. Was he supposedly a guy with, like, an accent at one point? Yeah, uh, and okay. if, 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 if he wasn't... He developed a pretty okay. good one because even backstage, he talked with, still talked with that British, British accent. British so I believe accent. he okay. was from there, yeah. Okay. All right. Chris Adams, gentleman Chris Adams. And at one point, Chris Adams and the Von Erichs were really good friends. And then I think they kind of turned on each other. And there are those, those guys with the masks. Uh, the, what were they? Who were they, Aaron? The twins? The, uh, who are those guys with the masks that, that would always come out in, uh, and they would wrestle together in some of those tag team events. Do you remember those guys? I'm, I can picture them. I'm drawing a blank yeah. on the name. Yeah, two of those guys. I don't. I don't know. Um, kind of interesting back in the day. But uh, yeah, if you if you want to reminisce a little bit, feel free to use the CNC Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. What's the best wrestling show you ever saw out at HOT uh, or uh, somewhere in Waco? I would think the Bell Expo. Out there at that uh, Bell Expo Center, I would think they uh, have had some shows out there as well. Uh, all sorts of breaking news today. I had the news that uh, I broke via Twitter earlier today about uh, the Big 12 has brought in a consultant. Oliver Luck is going to come in. Uh, is that good news for Bob Bowlesby? Probably not. Probably not. Now, I don't know if Oliver wants the, the full-time gig. This may just truly be a consultant-type gig, but... I had heard about that, followed up a little bit, and was able to put that news out there today. So I like Oliver. I mean, I think he's got a lot of respect out there, and uh, and I, I, you know, I, I don't think it's. Uh, I think it'll be. Uh, I think this is good news. I really do. Some other breaking news over the weekend. Uh, Baylor did name a starter. Uh, you heard Ward talking about it. Uh, Gary Bohannon Jr. is going to be the starter. We'll talk about that with Kevin Longquist coming up at 340. He's from Rivals, and Kevin and I like to compare notes on a lot of things. Aaron likes him, too. We'll get uh, we'll get Kevin on and, and have a good visit with him. Um, yeah, I don't think the Big 12 was really dying to get this news out there, by the way, of of, uh, of Oliver Luck. And, and again, I, I don't know why not. The guy's got a ton of credibility, but I think they were kind of keeping this quiet. But uh, that's not really what I'm in the business of doing is – trying to keep things quiet. Um, all right. Uh, I will uh, also tell you the breaking news that Baylor transfer Charlie Brewer, our old friend. Way to go, Charlie. Way to go, buddy. Has won the starting quarterback job at Utah. So on September 2nd uh, versus Weber State, uh, Brewer's going to get to start, okay? 39 career starts at Baylor. Wow. He was out there for a lot. Could have been a super senior. Could have come back this year, but uh, elected not to. Went elsewhere with the. Uh, I think Baylor was okay with it. Charlie was okay with it. Decided to to go get one last year somewhere else. It's okay. He was a great leader and 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 brought great toughness to the Baylor Bears. So I think we always need the root for Charlie Brewer. Um, so all sorts of uh, breaking news going across the country today. Not the least of which is. The Cowboys have gone into quarantine. Yeah, that's right. Back in virtual. And uh, th this is 
This is not great news, Aaron. Um, it, it, it appears that uh, the coaches yesterday were doing virtual meetings. Today, the players were doing virtual meetings. Uh, on Saturday, the Cowboys came out and said that they had 93% of the players vaccinated, which means, if you do the math, 80 of 86 players. All right, now here are the people that are in COVID protocols for the Cowboys. In addition to defense coordinator Dan Quinn, and again, all the coaches have to be fully vaccinated. So you know he's fully vaccinated. And defensive tackle Carlos Watkins, uh-oh. I mean, that guy's supposed to be in the starting rotation, basically, because they're banged up in the defensive line. So you need Carlos Watkins out there. Here are the other players. Wide receiver C.D. Lamb, uh-oh. Uh-oh, let's get C.D. back in there. Let's get him out of COVID protocols. Safety Malik Hooker, there's a guy who gets his uh, hands on a lot of footballs. Good safety, former Ohio State player. And then safety Israel Mukuamu. Now, of those four players, I would say only one is considered a big-time starter type, and that's C.D. Lamb. But everybody is a contributor, especially Watkins and Hooker, all right? And so the Cowboys coaches held virtual meetings on Sunday and Monday, and player meetings were virtual Monday. What does that mean, Aaron? That's today. So the players are meeting meeting virtually. Now, of course, that's what we do apparently in the media these days. We come out and go, it's okay. Everything's okay. We'll just kind of have a big virtual meeting, we'll be okay. It's not okay. It's not okay when you're when when the coach has to come out and was quoted saying we need to everybody to do this so that uh, we can prevent an outbreak. I mean, my gosh, we're sitting here. How many days before that first game? We're like a week and a half away. You're going to Tampa. We're not that far away. Did you look at the Did you look at the uh, date today, Aaron? I mean, these days are slipping away from us. August is quickly getting away from us. For some reason, I lost track of August, about August 17th. In my mind, it could be August 17th or it could be August 27th today. I have lost complete track of it, but I do know that August is getting away from us. The, 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 the season is upon us, and the Cowboys are in COVID protocol. Now, again, can you get COVID and have the uh, vaccine? Yes. Do the symptoms seem to be a lot less and not nearly as bad if you've been vaccinated and you get the COVID? Yes. Yes, the, the answer is absolutely yes. Now, again, do I still take precautions? Yes, I do. I have a home studio that I, I mean, I know this sounds like Aaron and I are perfectly together at all times. We're not always together. I have a home studio. I pop all the Cooper Complete supplements I can. Every D3 um, supplement, which is their version of the um, immunity, I'm popping them, man. I'm popping pills. I'm trying to get my immunity up there. I'm doing everything I can on top of my vaccination because I don't want to get this thing. You know why, Aaron? Because I don't want to go into vaccine. I don't want to have to go, or excuse me, I don't want to have to go into quarantine. If they would offer, Aaron, if they said, Mosley, today at Midway, they're offering a booster. Uh, a, a Pfizer booster shot. Aaron, guess how long it would take me to get to Midway? I would be there within eight minutes. All right? And then on the uh, when I left, I would go by Heritage Creamery, 
and get an ice cream cone because that, I'm told, keeps the keeps the uh, COVID away. Aaron, I don't know if that's – that may not be medical. That may, I, that may not be good medical advice there. But, Aaron, I would suggest you getting a heritage – a cone of heritage uh, ice cream today, okay, on your way home. Aaron, if you're still – with me yeah i didn't catch know. that last yeah. part sorry no, i was okay. i was i was okay. looking something up actually that's that you okay. talked about a few minutes ago I, no i kind of like it every once in a while i just like to make sure you're there <laughs> i am. I think i kind of go on one of these rants busy googling and you yeah you're over googling and looking all sorts of things up but again the the uh the situation is the cowboys have had to go into quarantine they are not together this is not good and uh it and and we need to keep our eye on this. Uh, Dan Quinn and Carlos Watkins, Dan Quinn's defense coordinator, as you all know, Carlos Watkins was brought in to play defensive tackle. This guy is basically a starter right now. With Neville Gallimore and some of these guys out, they need Carlos Watkins to step up and be ready to go. He's not. He's in COVID protocol. They have been joined by Carlos, uh, excuse me, CeeDee Lamb, Malik Hooker, the safety, and then safety Israel Mukuamu. I mean, this is too. This is this is not good. These two safeties and a wide receiver, and this is the deal. A little more Cowboys news for you, and then again at 3:40 today, we're going to get into talking about this Baylor quarterback situation. Gary Bohannon has won the job. What does it mean? What does it mean for his future? What does it mean for Jacob Zeno's future? What does it mean to Blake Shapin? We'll have a whole blown-out conversation about this at 340. Mike McCarthy also said today, the Cowboys head coach told reporters that Cooper Rush will take the first-team snaps in practice this week. Hmm. Now, Cooper Rush threw a couple touchdowns the other night, moved the team pretty well, and then Danucci threw like three interceptions. It was a rough. The Nooch had a rough outing, all right? But Mike McCarthy says that Cooper Rush will take the first-team snaps in practice. All right, that basically means that uh, they continue to take it easy as far as first-team snaps with QB1, Dak Prescott, and it sort of means that the, the door has been opened for Cooper Rush to become the backup quarterback. Should that cause panic among the people? I don't know. I don't know. I think there will be a few quarterbacks that are cut of interest that the Cowboys might want to think about bringing in. Do I think Garrett Gilbert is some kind of great backup option? I do not. Do I think Cooper Rush is? I do not. It has Rush shown a little something here recently? Yes. He absolutely has. So let's keep an eye on this. But this week, Cooper Rush will get those backup snaps. And I just wanted to uh, I wanted to let everybody have that news. All right. And that is all of the news coming out of the Dallas Cowboys right now. Again, three more players in quarantine. Are, and I say quarantine. They've gone into COVID protocols. Now, does that mean they haven't had the vaccine? No, no, no. I mean, it doesn't. People are getting COVID that have had the vaccine. The one thing I will say, and I don't try to come on here telling everybody how to live life, but we seem to, we do seem to have a lot of evidence that illnesses are way shorter 
and and have less long-term effects and people bounce back a lot quicker if you do have this vaccine coursing through your veins. And that's why Aaron and I went out there and said, jab us. Wherever you got get, get, give it to us, give it to us. You know the worst place to have a shot, Aaron? And I had to do those blood thinners when I was in the hospital for my uh, surgery, when I had my neck fused, mm-hmm. my C1 and C2. I would say the, 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 the one that I hated, I, it wasn't even that horribly that it hurt. I just hated the, I hated the thought of it. They would have to give me shots in the stomach. Yeah, I can see that. That's where they put blood thinners. Yeah, I, I can I can definitely see that. Oof. Yeah, I just hated the thought of it, you know. But Aaron, as you might think, when you think of me, do you kind of does the word toughness come to mind first and foremost? No, that's not the first word I think oh, of. No, no. Professional, I, I guess. I was wondering why the pause <laughs> such a pause there. That's I I I I will say I think most people there at Eminem Broadcasting do think when they hear the Mosley name they think toughness. Okay, that's one of the first things. All right. Um, speaking of tough, we got a new starting quarterback for the Baylor Bears. Where they just tweet things out? Have they tweeted out the two deep yet? Have they tweeted out the starter at running back? They just tweet things out over there. The tweet they tweeted out the start the starting quarterback. And the starting quarterback is none other than Gary Bohannon Jr. What does that mean for Baylor moving forward? How permanent is this? I talked to Kevin Longquist about it next. Baylor football lives here. Slipping one man. It's Snead. He's into the end zone. Wow, what a move. The shotgun. He's pressured. And he's down. Hit by Bernard. He's ready. Pass is caught. Touchdown, Bears! Intercepted! This will be a pick six into the end zone. Oh, he's got Abner for a touchdown! Listen all season long on your home for Bears football. ESPN Central Texas. Last Chance Bar and Bell Meat is under new ownership. This family-owned and operated establishment offers a small-town atmosphere with a rustic down-home feel. Open seven days a week, this hometown sports bar offers a variety of entertainment. Pool tournaments every Monday and Tuesday, karaoke every Thursday, and live music Saturdays. Located at 1200 New Dallas Highway in Bell Mead. Only minutes from I-35 and a short drive from downtown Waco. With the coldest beer in town and some friendly faces, stop into Last Chance Bar for some good old Texas hospitality. For more information and upcoming events, log on to Last Chance Bar. RTX.com. All right, big summer event over there at Allen Samuels. Allen Samuels, DCJ.com. You know it as Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Let's talk about the Rams. 2021 Ram 1500 quad cab Lone Star with total values up to 62.50 or 2.9% for 72 months plus 200, 2,000 bonus cash. That's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. It's the comfort levels, unbelievable hauling, all those things, maneuverability, beautiful truck. 2021 Ram 1500. And then they get the new, I love this one, the new 2021 Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values of $3,500 or 0% for 48 months plus a $2,000 in bonus cash come in and check out the most prestigious jeep the 2021 jeep grand cherokee laredo they just i like it when they just call it the l 
the beautiful, rugged third-row seat Jeep with the incredible Jeep arriving daily. You're going to fall in love with the Grand Jeep Cherokee L. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. Get over there and see Alan Samuels. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, Diamore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. Diamore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The offensive line was intact for the first time, and Cooper Rush made a case for himself at backup quarterback with two long drives ending in touchdown passes, but the Cowboys still fell to the Texans 20-14 in the dress rehearsal. Monday Night Football returns tonight as Jacksonville is at New Orleans. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock on ESPN. The Bader Bears have QB1. The Bears announced yesterday that Gary Bohannon is the starting quarterback going into the season opener with Texas State. The Houston Astros take the series with the Mariners over the weekend 2-1. Astros start a series with the Royals tonight. 7-10 first pitch. Yesterday's game between the Texas Rangers and the Boston Red Sox was postponed because of the tropical storm. That game will be made up this afternoon, and you can hear it on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Here 
Aaron, what are you? What is your fascination with the black-eyed peas today? We're gonna have to look into that, examine that off air tonight. It is uh, Mosley, the Mo- Matt Mosley show. Aaron Sexton alongside Kevin Longquist, longtime friend in journalism and in life, joins us now. And uh, Kevin, before we get to Baylor's new quarterback, did you? Um, did you happen to see the little news I, I broke on my uh, Twitter account uh, a little while ago that the Big 12 has brought in Oliver Luck as a consultant? Um, I find it um, I find it interesting. Obviously, the guy's got a lot of credibility around college football. I would uh, he's been the uh, AD at uh, West Virginia, holds a law degree from the University of Texas, and. Um, I would imagine he and Bob Bowlesby crossed paths back in the day when Andrew Luck was quarterbacking at Stanford. So, oh yeah, do, do you, uh, knowing this has happened now, do you do you think um, our man Bob Bowlesby's days are numbered? Do you think this truly is just a consultant type thing that's going on? I I just don't know how much longer you can stick with uh, Bob Bowlesby. With, 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 you know, as the Big 12 seems to almost on a daily basis uh, get slapped across the face? I think it really depends, Matt, on if Oliver Luck, when he gets in there and starts evaluating the Big 12 in its future, does he want to be a part of it? And if he does, and if he thinks he can, and if it is the intention to eventually replace Bob with either him or somebody else, is he, I mean, because I've always had a lot of respect for uh, Oliver, but... I think it really depends on where the future of the league is. And given the fact that you have the ACC, the Big Ten, and the uh, Pac-12 on the verge of announcing this alliance, however that's going to look, and where that leaves the Big 12, you just need someone who's got broader shoulders and better clout that could probably make the case. And that's probably where Oliver probably has a better setting than what Bob does. Now, they're both athletic directors by trade, and Bob has a lot of connections to athletic directors and presidents, but as you and I have discussed before on this show, Matt, I think Bob's just always been reactionary, not proactionary, and you, as a commissioner, you have to be that, and I think that's where he falls short, and if, and again, it goes back to if Oliver thinks there's a future for the Big 12. Well, Bob is tainted by what happened, fair or not. This happened yeah. on his watch, and so yes. at least Oliver is only tainted by whatever happened to the XFL, which we can blame a pandemic on that. Uh, but uh, but but Oliver comes on he- in here unscathed in in terms of I I just don't you know any meeting that Bob Bowlesby walks into, he's the guy that basically got duped by University of Texas in Oklahoma. He said at the Big Twelve meetings that uh, he he goes to bed. Uh, Sleeping very well at night, not thinking about realignment and how it could impact the Big 12. Famous last words. Remember? I do remember. Yeah. Even though I was on the beach, kind of like you were. Uh, <laughs> I, I, That's true. I remember it. Uh, I remember it well. Talking to Kevin Longquist of Rivals. The man is all over Baylor recruiting. He's all so over, you know, what's happening this year on the field. And the, the news goes out that Gary Bohannon is your QB1. Um, Kevin, after you and I have spent a lot of time handicapping this thing, looking at it, deciding who we thought it was going to be, were you mildly surprised, not surprised at all? What was your uh, What was your reaction to the news? 
Um, I guess mildly, but not, but I get it. Uh, I think this is more of a reflection of where, this is just my judgment on this, Matt, but I think it's more of a reflection of where they think the offensive line is. And can this offensive line really hold up for a pocket passer, whether that's Jacob Zeno or Blake Shapen, or does it really need to have a little bit more athleticism so that if the protection deteriorates can somebody make something out of nothing and that's probably where Gary makes the best uh, option for them and I know that Gary you know for instance I, I'm my understanding was is that at the scrimmage on Saturday at McLean that he took about 70 percent of the snaps with the first team um, and I think what that kind of was an indication was is that they were kind of leaning in that direction and obviously they made the announcement uh, Sunday evening and I think what this really comes down to is my assessment of this, Matt, is that I think Gary's going to be asked to be a game manager. I mean, we you've covered the NFL, obviously, and you know what the game manager uh, job description is. Make enough throws so that you can give your team a chance to win the game, but just don't lose it. And I think that's kind of going to be the ask of, of Gary here is make enough throws, let the running game try and lead the way so they can put you in third and manageable situations consistently. Uh, and, and if you can make that, you know, make that 25-yard vertical when we needed, perhaps in the late in the third quarter or early in the fourth or something like that, then that's when we'll go to you. But I kind of think that's where this decision is headed here. Take me back to when, from Earl, Arkansas, Gary Bohannon was being recruited, a four-star, obviously the uh, the state uh, school there, Arkansas, which you have an affiliation with yourself. Having sent a daughter there, um, they they wanted him, and obviously he was a highly touted quarterback. What was uh, what what was kind of his reputation then coming out, and then and then what do you think his reputation is now? It it does seem like he's won the respect of his teammates. He part of the problem was he ended up in a place where Charlie just bunkered down and had a long long career, and I guess yeah. we have to hand it to him for never going elsewhere because generally a four- or five-star quarterback, if he goes a season or two or even just a season without winning it, he's gone. This guy chose well, to stay around, which I, I think does say a lot about his character. I think so, too. I, I think the one thing about Gary was when he was in high school at Earl, remember, that's a really small school. So you're asked to be the best athlete on the field and do a lot of different things than a traditional quarterback would be asked to do perhaps at a higher classification level, whatever state you're in. And I think when he came to Baylor under Matt Rule uh, in 19, he was very raw. And I think from that standpoint, it was a case of how can you nurture and develop him along the line so that he can help you in some way, shape, or form. And the only time we were ever really – so it was, he was just – he was a project coming out of Arkansas. I think that's fair to say. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. But I think when he was – when he got here and as he was waiting his turn patiently behind Charlie, who, by the way, uh, Matt, might be in line to, to win the job at Utah from what I understand. But anyway, I, I think the one thing about Gary is we don't really know what his reputation is on the field, except for really what we saw for the sample size in the Big 12 championship game in 2019 against Oklahoma, and then briefly in the Sugar Bowl against Georgia, and a couple of mop-up situations. There is barely on the field last year. Uh, I think he took, what, a half a dozen snaps if it was that last year. 
So we know that he's a good runner, that he can make decisions. He averaged about six yards a carry. His passing has needs a lot of work, or it did back then. So I think from that standpoint, it's a question of just play within his strengths. And if that's going to be, you know, your first or second read, and if you're going to ask him to throw 15 to 20 yard times a game, and that sort of thing with a play-action pass, that sort of thing, I think that'll be fine for him. If you're asking him to do more than, say, put out 25 attempts in a game, that's probably putting too much on him. I think really, though, Matt, the, the best barometer on Gary is we're going to have to really see this from start to finish or whenever he finishes against Texas State because, after all, this is going to be his first collegiate start. Yeah, it's going to be – it'll be really we're all interesting. We're watching this, and we just don't know what we're going to get when we see him out there. Well, you know, two things need to happen. I mean, you need a quarterback to lift his teammates, but in this case, you also need these teammates to lift him. And, you know, mm-hmm. the, they, they seem to be a little better at tight end. We, we were – I was down there the other day and talked to Sims and some of those guys. You know, I like Dabney. Uh, you know, they, 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 this needs to be a very quarterback-friendly offense, and that's what mm-hmm. they're hoping with Grimes. But, I mean, this can't be – like you – whatever happened with Thornton last year, and I, you can blame that on whatever, but he, he, was, he did not have the year like he did previously. Um, that has to change. Like these, this, these guys cannot be dropping passes, and they're going to have to step up big time. And they've got the good whole- names at wide receiver, but, I mean, think about it. Who's the only guy that you and I would say, boy, you trust without a doubt at wide receiver? That would be Snead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like we I mean, can name a bunch of other receivers that we go, oh, yeah, I trust this guy. Yeah, I, I totally care. Well, maybe Sims, but, but I mean, but if you're, you know, I, and, we're, and I'm talking about pass catchers, but, you know, I, I think it's a case where, you know, everyone gets a do-over with this offense and this change in offensive philosophy. It's like last year was the was the worst nightmare that this offense could have had. I've never seen an offense, by the way, where your average rushing attempt was 2.7 yards scare. I've never seen that before, Matt. Um, but I think from this standpoint that if there's this new energy within the skill position players to meet a higher productivity level, and we've heard this in spring ball, we heard this for the first two weeks, of fall camp before they went into this mock week starting today, but it's going to be about results. Football is a results business. And, you know, whether or not you think they're a 14 point favorite over Texas state on September 4th, or if they're more than that, they just got to go out there and do it. And I think they there. And I've said this before, Matt, and you and I, I think I've talked off here about this is that these first three games of the season, not only for Gary, but for this entire team these first three games against Texas State, Texas Southern, and at Kansas are going to be about the style points because they have to show that they have put 2020 in their rearview mirror, that they are ready to take the next step, and that they can be a, a, a reliable, solid offensive football team. It's a lot of questions that are surrounding this team on that side of the ball when it starts the season in a couple of weeks. All right. Well, I'll be there in San Marcos. I'd like you to join me, and, um, okay. and I'll, I'll be down there about, you know, four hours before kickoff doing some pregame on the flagship, <laughs> which is ESPN Central Texas. So I'll be uh, I'll be doing my thing. May float the river the day before. There you go. Just float right on down that, that river. To, is that how you're going to travel down there? Is the river? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to get okay. on the Brazos and then just – I don't even know how that works. Uh, I think because I'd have to link up with the Guadalupe at some point. But, uh, or do you say the Guadalupe? Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna just float down there to, to cover this game. Actually, that's how John Warner and I are both floating down there. John's a big outdoorsman. <laughs> oh, and, by the uh, way, before I forget, the uh, the great Terry Siler sends his regards. Oh, tell Siler I said hey. Yeah, I will yeah, do good that. Kicker. I will do that. Really, really a fine kicker back in the day. Man could make an extra point. Uh, I I remember that. Uh, okay, I'll uh, I'll talk to you later, Kevin. Thank you. All right. You bet, Matt. Take care. All right, uh, it is uh, Matt Mosley's show. We've run out of time for today. Man, thank you to everybody. Thank you, Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor. Thank you, Heritage Creamery. You keep doing it one scoop at a time. One of the great, one of the great ice cream shops really in the country, but especially Central Texas, the new location out there at Ritchie Road in 84. Uh, Tom Barfield is standing by. Tom's got a big show planned today, going to take you Four to six, drive time. Drive time radio with Tom Barfield. Aaron, have a great day, okay? All my best. Good night, everyone. Baylor football lives here. Slipping one man. It's Snead. He's into the end zone. Wow, what a move. Shotgun, he's pressured, and he's down. Hit by Bernard. He's ready. Pass is caught. Touchdown, Bears. Pass intercepted. This will be a pick six into the end zone. He's got it. Touchdown. Listen all season long on your home for Bears football. ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams and Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My house has a new football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner it's time to replace those old windows when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months contact universal windows Direct for a 